Hi, my name's Judy. And I'm Sassy. And together we are Two, Two Girls on a Mic. Judy, do, 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 elevator music. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Two Girls on a Mic, a podcast where this month we're talking about all things spooky mm-hmm. from. Uh, what do we have? Witches. We did witches. We did childhood fears that yes. have some have carried on with us. Yes, and, and then this week we're gonna do urban legends. So yep. that's exciting. Yeah, buckle up. Also, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> before we get into it, our stickers finally came in. Yay. Um, actually, you saw these on last week's episode. Yes. We're doing a, another weird recording thing, but <laughs> we have stickers now. Yeah. They're smaller than the ones we've did before, so they stick on more things. <laughs> yes. And they're holographic, which is fun. We haven't had holographic ones yet. I'm so excited for these. They're super cute. Yeah, they are very cute. So if you want one, just reach out. <laughs> That's all you need to do, and you'll get one. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as our week has gone, I honestly don't know what I did this week. <laughs> it's kind of a blur. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, it's kind of just been – I've been at home. I've been getting inspiration for like – because today is our Halloween party. Yep. We're mm-hmm. recording this since we're already dressed up. And uh, it's a, a lot of baking. Today I did a lot of baking. I know. I yeah. saw. <laughs> I regretted it. <laughs> she, when you sent me the text last night, I was like, mm, maybe I should have done that. And I was like, no, I'll just get up earlier. Yeah, I, I should have <laughs> For me, uh, I've been – well, Joey's have, has been sick. So mm-hmm. I've been, like, just, you know, coming home, taking care of him. I, I had him take him to the doctor because he had been – just usually when you get sick, he only sick for, like, a day or two. Yeah. This time around, like, he's finally getting better today. He finally uh, is better. So, so far, so good. He just mm-hmm. has, like, a slight cough. But um, other than that, just getting ready for the um, – party i went to the gym this morning because i was like okay that's extra calories i'm gonna <laughs> intake today so you know gotta balance it out mm-hmm. but yeah 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 that's been all it is mm-hmm. um sorry i was getting distracted by i know me too. <laughs> we're filming and i have a big window that we're like it's in front of us and all the dogs are out there so i'm just like oh, what are you guys doing <laughs> yeah freddie's trying to get to uh, his mom it's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's a little alabama over here <laughs> We have another studio audience today, and I think she's struggling right now. We have two studio audience. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Thankful Thursday. <laughs> thankful uh, Thursday. What are, what are we thankful for? I'm thankful for – I'm thankful for Alex because she – this last week that I was with my parents and everybody, she, like – I don't know. She's very – she's a nice person to have around because when I'm starting to get stressed out and stuff, mm-hmm. how she's always so relaxed and she just mm-hmm. doesn't really care, it, like, calms me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was nice to have, like, a week of just that. And she likes she likes to just hang out and just – Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. So it's nice to just have that for a little bit. Nice. Um, I am thankful – that my job is so understanding of like when I have to take time off and they don't really question it and it's good. Yeah. So <laughs> I so far so good. Every time I have to take like some time off and because I'm salary is a little different. So I can easily just work from home and not lose any time off or mm-hmm. any PTO. So 
thankful for that because most places not most but a lot of places are not very um understanding that you yeah. have a life outside of work you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah i'm thankful for that that's good mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so today i'm like are we missing anything <laughs> no, no that's it <laughs> today as judy mentioned we're doing urban legends yep. and we each pick one to talk about hold please <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we didn't mention that today's costume that we're wearing oh yeah yeah we're, we're doing a slasher thing so yes we have i jason. am jason my mask there yeah we have freddy my claw there <laughs> <laughs> little freddy versus jason you know <laughs> that should be the thumbnail it should be <laughs> and then we have michael <laughs> Micaela. <laughs> so, do you want to uh, go first? Or sure. Okay. Uh, I picked El Cucuy, which is pretty well known, I feel like. Yes. Yeah. It's the Hispanic version of the Boogeyman. Mm-hmm. And it's used to keep kids, you know, in line. Sometimes. <laughs> if a kid's misbehaving, yeah, then mm-hmm. your parents will tell you that it's going to come. Yeah, I always grow up with like, ¿Qué se el cucuy? I'm like, no. <laughs> so... The word itself comes from European Spanish-speaking countries where coco means coconut, but it's so weird because it goes, yeah, it means coconut, but also some places use it to mean like a human head or a skull. (laughs) Like that changed directions very fast. Really fast. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of other similar sounding words also mean skull or head. And this is in reference to the physical appearance of this boogeyman Mm. who is described to have skin that is brown like the shell of a coconut and like Mm. the little hairs that it has. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. When I was looking this up, I was looking at pictures of it and, you know, there's no like (laughs) clear cut picture. Yeah. So I was like, one of them looks like a werewolf. The other one just looks like a hooded person. So... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. If you hear barking, it is it's, our dogs yeah. there. <laughs> They're just having fun, you know? Dogs <laughs> just want to have fun. <laughs> so according to Urban Dictionary, mm-hmm. this is how the whole legend came. Okay. Uh, El Cucuy is a Mexican urban legend. Legend says that once upon a time, a father was really angry at his kids for misbehaving. Mm. As a matter of punishment, he decided to lock his kids in his closet to learn oh their lesson. God. After a while, he decided to go to town and run some errands but he forgot to take the kids out of the closet. How do you forget? (laughs) When he came back from the town, he saw that his barn and his house caught on fire, which killed the kids, and the father was cursed. Oh, wow. In disbelief, he decided to look for his kids in many closets, and it has been years for, like, him looking for his kids. Mm -hmm. And he started going from this dad looking for his kids. It grew into him having an appetite for kids. Yeah, because so <laughs> he was he was so I guess hyper focused on finding these kids that what he wanted changed from wanting to find them to wanting to eat them. Hmm. Yeah, at least that's what the legend says. <laughs> and let's see here. Now he hunts kids and hides in closets at night, waiting for the right moment to pounce. So that's what like the where it originated from, okay. or how it came to be. But according to legend, El Cucuy is a boogeyman monster found in Mexico. He's described as a frightening creature, small, misshapen, and hairy all over. Among the other distinctive physical characteristics, El Cucuy is said to have large bat-like ears, 
red mm-hmm. eyes that glow in the dark, and a set of large, razor-sharp teeth that can remind you of a barracuda fish. Okay. Which, I don't know what those look like. I just know the song, Barracuda. <laughs> that, that was on Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the first thing that came to my head. Huh. Guitar Hero. <laughs> so the legend states that El Cucuy attacks and abducts children who do not display exemplary behavior. Mm-hmm. He can reportedly hide under the beds or inside the closets of children for long periods of time, emerge suddenly when they are asleep in the dead of night, and take them away. Huh. Yeah. Parents in Mexico would often chastise and discipline their children with the threat of El Cucuy if they do not behave. And for many years, this is how the legend has passed from one generation Mm -hmm. to the next, and that's kept it alive. The legend also says that El Cucuy has the power to shapeshift and take on the appearance of a faceless shadow, dark and dangerous. Mm. And it is this guise. I don't know if that's how you say it. This guise that he would use to enter the... Oh, disguise. <laughs> it said, I copy and pasted this. It says this guise. <laughs> I was like, huh, looks like this guy's, but yeah. I don't know. My brain's not here, obviously. Um, he would then proceed to watch them in silence for a long time, waiting for the opportune moment. When that moment would arrive, he would strike, carry the child off with him to his lair, situated deep in the mountains. There he would proceed to slowly eat the children. Hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> very creepy. I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know like about the whole like the dad that locked their kids. I the- didn't know. I the way I knew it was a mm-hmm. second story you said. Yeah. I, I didn't know about the kids. Mm-hmm. So I mean again, who knows? Who knows mm-hmm. if if it's even real. Yeah. I, <laughs> but I know that my parents never scared me with this, but my one of my cousins, which was my dad's brother, he would always threaten that El Cucuy was going to come and she didn't relax. Mm. And it was always in those cases where, like, she was misbehaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, he's going to come. But now that I think about it, this is scary. It is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would have been scared. I would have been, like, perfectly behaved the next day. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> but it's because I, I feel like you forget right away. I Yeah, that's true. Because... Because even when, when they tell you, like, oh, if you don't behave, Santa Claus is not going to bring you anything. They're good for the day, and then the next day, they're acting up again. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. The only thing I have similar to this, my mom would use, because I, I used to do karate as a kid, and she when I would act up, she would tell me that she's going to take me to my, like, chief. Mm-hmm. And that used to scare me, because he was a scary guy. <laughs> and I knew he was real. <laughs> uh, but every time I got in trouble, he would, like... He would take the disappointed approach, which I think worked. Oh, it's worse. Yeah. I feel like Uh it's worse. Yeah, and it worked because I would stop misbehaving. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's the the short version Mm. of the Hispanic boogeyman. Got it. Okay, so for me, the story that I always always remember, and I kind of had forgotten about this story because I haven't heard it in a while. My mom told me about La Planchada, which is the Iron Lady. Um, I don't know how many have of you have heard about it but here's her story um so this is a (laughs) she's here (laughs) so it's a well-known ghost legend in mexico um and it's about a nurse who was seen in the hospital in central mexico in urban areas um, she's known as a um la planchada because she would always have her uniform very like iron and crisp Mm. and like you know she was very proud of being a nurse um and in the 1930s um it was a nurse named eulalia eulalia Mm -hmm. and she worked at a hospital and she um 
She was an excellent nurse and her patients were lucky to uh, be under her care. But this then changed when a young doctor came into the hospital and she kind of, you know, fell over like mm-hmm. for him. And she kind of uh, was just very in love with him. And then they got engaged. Um, but then right after they got engaged, the doctor ended up going to, I think, a seminar. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was uh, it was only supposed to be for a couple weeks. Uh-huh. But then... Weeks pass, another weeks pass, and the doctor was not like calling her or emailing her, or probably not emailing her, <laughs> calling her <laughs> or sending letters. letters, stuff like that. So she was like, grew concerned that something may have happened to mm-hmm. him. Um, but then later on, um, through word of mouth in the hospital, apparently he had fallen in love with another lady um. at that seminar. So he kind of just let her, <laughs> left her on red pretty Damn. much. <laughs> <laughs> So it, says, it seemed he had met a woman in the town that the that they hosted the seminar and the two and the two had a wed. So he, oh. <laughs> he got married, even though he was already engaged. Yeah. Um, she was heartbroken and she lapsed into a deep state of depression. So she was very distracted at work. Um, so then because she was very distracted, heartbroken, she neglected her patients that were uh, that she was mm. caring for. Um, so one night, one of her patients died as a direct result of her neglect. Oh, wow. Realizing her terrible error, Eulalia became ill herself, not having the will to fight for her own life, and died in the hospital where she worked. Wow. After her death, strange, strange things started to occur. Patients, nurse, and doctors began to see a nurse in the emergency room area. Mm. Some stories state that she appears to glow and float instead of walk through the hospital. Others, witnesses say she seems to walk normally, but in all these reports, it stated her footsteps are not heard. Hospital staff started calling this ghostly nurse La Planchada because she always appears wearing a clean, freshly pressed uniform. Mm. The reports from patients are the most intriguing. This ghostly nurse not only appears, but cares for patients in the emergency area of the hospital. It's often reported that at night when some of the hospital staff neglect their patients, this nurse cares for them instead. In the morning, these patients are well enough to be moved to less intensive care rooms. When asked how they're feeling, they reply, a nurse came in and healed me. It is stated that Eulalia returns as a spirit nurse because of a sense of guilt. It seems she forever, she's forever doomed to pay for her mistake in life. Hmm. So it's not like she's not a bad. She's not an evil spirit or Mm -hmm. it's just because of what she did and the neglect because she killed somebody. Mm -hmm. um, She feels like she has to make up for it mm -hmm. in the afterlife. That's sad. That's sad, but I think it's scary too because like say I'm in in the ER and I'm like Uh dying and the nurse comes and cures me and then I go into less (laughs) intensive room and they're like, oh, how do you feel? Like, oh, well, nurse, whatever, this nurse. Yeah. And you're like, uh. There's no, there's no nurse like that. You're like, mm. what the fuck? I wonder if I don't know. Depends how drugged up you are too. That's I, that's true. That's true. But but it is scary. Though. It's scary, but also not scary because the nurse cured you. Yeah, it's not like she she did anything bad to yeah. you. Because it could also say, be seen as like a guardian angel type thing, like a miracle. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, hmm. but it's, I don't know. That's, it's, it's why did your mom tell you about that? Just like. I don't know where. I think it's when I was telling her that I wanted to become a nurse. Oh. So I think that's how it came up. Mm. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Ollie, you want to make Ollie. an appearance? Come here. Do you want to say something? <laughs> don't eat it. 
Mm. But yeah, that yeah. was the story of La Planchada. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was a nicer one. It's a nice, yeah. <laughs> it's not as like, you know, creepy where it's like, you know, yeah. you're scared of it. It's just more so like. You feel for her. Yeah. It's just like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Damn um, you men. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to cheat on her? Just break up with her. See? <laughs> yeah. See, men are trash. <laughs> From the very beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I don't have another one to like fully go into, but mm-hmm. w- the other one I was like maybe going to do mm-hmm. was uh, the Chupacabra. Mm. I was obsessed with that thing for a while because Animal Planet had this <laughs> like urban legend show <laughs> yeah. and they did an episode on it and I was like, hmm. And I was mm. like, I feel like that could be real though because it's an animal. So what if people yeah. did like some inbreeding or mm. they like tried to do something? That's true. Yeah. But if you don't know, I think it's like a – it's mostly described as a dog. Yeah. That eats like goats and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. animals. Like animals, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they do anything to humans, but – I don't – think i've seen anything like that because mm-hmm. i i know there's stories where they're they're they find a lot of farmers find a lot mm-hmm. of their animals like just dead killed not not just dead but like killed and they're like eaten or like oh, you know mm-hmm. but i mean it can always be like an actual wolf or something a wolf or like a hyena or something <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. as opposed to chupacabra but I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to be in front of that. I know. Like, I, yeah, and then those, like, low-quality videos of when people are on dirt roads and there's, like, something there. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, there's there's plenty more urban legends. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's La Yonona, which I'm sure everybody knows Everybody about now. knows about that. Yeah. And I know that there's different versions, like, depending on the culture. And also depending on the state. Because apparently – because we always think of La Yorona and it's, like, Every state state in Mexico that you go to, they Has have La Llorona. Because I remember when I want to go visit where my mom is from, apparently my grandma said that because where her house is, like right in front of her house is an mm-hmm. alley. Mm. So she said that she was... Um, and I believe my grandma because she doesn't seem like the one... Like just to say random stuff. Yeah. Because she's very skeptical about oh, these things. Yeah. So she said that one uh, one night she was getting ready to like lock up the gate. Mm-hmm. And that she saw like a lady with like really long hair and like mm. a white dress, like a dirty white dress. Yeah. Right at the, in the alley. <laughs> I'm like, that's so creepy. Yeah, that's scary. I've been there. I've seen it and it's... I would not. I would not want to mm. to see anything creepy like that. Yeah, I recently saw um, a girl on TikTok did like a a little, not a series, but like a two part mm. thing where it's mm-hmm. like what to not do if you hear or see La Llorona. Okay, and it was creepy. She's like, so one, go in your house. Do not leave your house. No. And she said, if you hear her crying and it sounds like she's right next to your ear, oh, fuck that. that means she's far away. But if you hear her crying really? and it sounds like she's far, she's in your house. Why? So, yeah, I thought about that. I was like, that's – because, like, when you think you're safe, you're not because she's te- she would be in your house already. Dude, literally, when, literally when you said <laughs> that if if you hear her crying, like, my heart started <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's so crazy that, the, like, these uh, urban legends have been so instilled in yeah. us from, like, little mm-hmm. that when you said that, like, I, my heart kind of dropped. I was like, is she here? Is she here? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but there's yeah, there's that one. I forgot what else she said about um not to look at her directly mm-hmm. in the eyes. I've heard that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard never. I mean, not that I would want. I to. know. I went <laughs> outside a corner and I go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's she's the um 
I've heard most of, popular one. I that's think. the most popular chupacabra. Um, and who is it? La mano peluda. <laughs> I don't remember the full story of that, but I, I believe it. Oh, research live. I know. <laughs> uh, okay, the legend of la man mano peluda. The hairy hand mm -hmm. is that <laughs> yeah can be heard in almost every whatever <laughs> the virgin from mexico is a bit different it takes place in the year 1908 in puebla puebla there was a man named senor villa who was known as horta horta mm -hmm. and he and his wife la help me out here <laughs> gangosa gangosa owned a pawn shop mm. they had to make that money mm -hmm. <laughs> Orta was short, a little on the bigger side, and very hairy. Mm. He was, by all accounts, a pretty terrible person. Oh. <laughs> he showed off his wealth, ripped off his customers, and treated them badly, and never in his life did one good deed. Oh, it, wow. Yeah. It was common for the people of Puebla to be hearing, to be heard saying, Que Dios de seque? Seque la mano. Seque la mano. Please, God, dry out his hand. Hmm. Oh, I get it. Because he's money so greedy, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. When walking in front of his pawn shop, after greedy old Orta died, God did indeed dry out his hand. Huh. Sometime after his death, the local newspaper ran a story that a graveyard keeper told them. The graveyard keeper would see a black hairy hand with rings stick out of Orta's graveyard, and he would look for victims to tear out their eyeballs and choke them to death. What the hell? When it was done killing... It would return to Orta's grave after the story was published. And to this day, there are those who claim that the hand pulled them out of their bed mm -hmm. while sleeping. And many who have seen this hand moving through the field, searching for more victims. That's scary. <laughs> you would think that they, he would want to, like, take their valuables. Yeah. Them, instead as of opposed them. to killing them. Mm -hmm. Like, if it happens to kill them, yes. But I feel like, I don't know. It'd be a robber. <laughs> <laughs> Not a killer. <laughs> but yeah. There yeah. As Fabi said, Candyman. Mm -hmm. Already talked about Bloody Mary. Um yeah. aliens <laughs> are technically urban legends. Yeah, aliens, UFOs, Area 51. Yeah. Let's go to Area 51 for an episode. I'm, <laughs> I'm low-key down. Remember I've when the Area 51 raid was gonna happen? Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> GD was front and center. <laughs> I was the leader. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to meet Tom there. <laughs> Tom from Blink-22, if you guys don't know. <laughs> yeah, but that was our spooky Urban Legends one. This is our last episode of October. Yeah. So bittersweet, but two mm -hmm. ghouls on a mic will be back next, next year. Next year, yeah. yeah. It'll be like a little reoccurring, reoccurring. thing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, let us know what you guys liked about it. If you want to like hear some of these little creepy bits throughout the year, mm -hmm. maybe we could do like another little segment. It's up to you guys. You <laughs> know what I've been wanting to do? I've been wanting to do... Um, what is it called? Like a serial killer episode. Ooh. <gasps> Maybe we can do that. I'll, I won't say it. I'll tell you, but I won't mm. say it. <laughs> Wait, first of all, have, have you seen the, the new... The, the Dahmer? Yeah. So I didn't know who the hell this person was. Yeah. I don't know how she I said. was like living <laughs> under a rock and then Derek told... And I asked him like, what, like, who is this? Obviously, I knew it was a serial killer, but yeah. I didn't know what, what he had done. And then when I heard of things, I was like... Yeah, and I think because my mom asked me the same thing. She's like, "Do you know who that guy is?" And I'm like, "How do you?" <laughs> and then I take a step back. I'm like, "Okay, I I like true crime stuff, so I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, that makes sense why other people don't." Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. I'm just like, 
Yeah, we'll do we'll do one. We'll pick some creepy creepy people. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the cr- things I heard, like one of the, uh, I guess, facts or something about like about him was that mm-hmm. he ran out of room to put like where to put these dead bodies. Mm-hmm. That he had one in his tub, and he would just shower with it. I'm just like. I believe oh it. Oh my god. Yeah, he was a gross guy. He was a gross guy and his dad is questionable. I heard about his dad yeah. too, so I'm just like, hmm. His mom. <laughs> I haven't heard about his mom, but I think I might give it a try. And, but Ooh, maybe we should have Judy watch the whole thing and then we'll have an episode yeah. to discuss. But see, I the reason why, okay, there's some crime uh, like stories that I like seeing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what are those uh, gone in twenty or gone for twenty four hours or oh. like those sh- unsolved uh, mysteries like those mm-hmm. I can watch but like these because they're so these are this one was very like it was pretty graphic for a Netflix thing. yeah I'm just like because things like this really affect like my soul yeah. I'm just like oh my god and it's because like you know it happened it's not just a movie that you're watching about yeah. somebody made up like these are people exactly and i think mm-hmm. i invest myself like too much into it that i like start thinking of these people that went through this and i start putting myself like what was going through their head while this mm-hmm. guy was like killing them yeah. and mm-hmm. like doing other stuff i'm just like oh my god yeah that's so scary mm-hmm. yeah so maybe we'll have judy watch some scary stuff <laughs> we'll see <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to run through this outro real quick because our camera's almost out. (laughs) Uh, If you want to follow along with us, our Instagram is at two girls on a mic. Our personal ones are in the description. With that being said, we'll see you next week, which is November, which is my birthday month. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see you next week. You'll hear us on the next one. Bye. Bye.